What's up, world? Welcome to the Black E. Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Gershon. This is the podcast where we talk about comic book news on the small and the big screen, and sometimes anime news. Uh, this is episode 36. Yeah, 36. Uh, before we get even further in this episode, go ahead and make sure wherever you're watching this, you either get a like, five stars, subscribe, favorite, all that good stuff. That really helps the podcast out. But without further ado, with the intro and that little spew out the way, let's dive in, guys. So, first up, yes, I am a little bit still sick. I was sick last week. That's why I missed last week on the podcast. But, yeah, we got two weeks worth of news, and it's a lot of small screen news. There's a lot of stuff happening on the small screen. So, let's just dive in. The small screen news... First up, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth has started shooting. Technically, started shooting like last week. So, there's going to be a whole bunch of news from that. Um, uh, it's supposed to, first episode is supposed to air December 8th, I believe. So, uh, some of the news from that is, I'm going to pronounce dude's name wrong, Orchard or Shritch. Chin uh, has been cast as Ryan Cho, a.k.a. Adam. There's going to be another Adam in Crisis on Infinite Earths. He's been cast as Adam. Huntress will also be in Crisis on Infinite Earth. Um, I guess the lady that played her in the Birds of Play TV show, Ashley Scott, is going to play her in this as well. So, touche to her. <coughs> Yeah, I'm going to cough in this, so I'm probably not going to edit it out either. I tried to not cough, but it's going to happen. Anyway, um, uh, sorry, I messed up on my notes now. Hold on. Uh, yeah, Huntress is going to be in Crisis in Infinite Earth. There's also going to be some more characters. One of the producers did not deny or confirm that other characters from the Smallville series will be in Crisis in Infinite Earth. So there's a chance that could happen. Um, There's been some pictures from people in their costume. Brandon Roth, he's been seen in his Kingdom Come costume, and it looks really cool. It looks really cool. Um, I forgot the guy from Smallville's name. I'm just blanking on his name. So the guy that played... Clark in Smallville, he's been seen um, on scene, on set, a um, couple pictures, not in costume, I think. I think they might have one in costume, but he's been seen on set. Uh, he's got, like, these gray streaks in his hair. Uh, him and Lois Lane, who, from Smallville, Lois Lane, they've been seen on set. Um, uh, I think that's all the people that have been seen on set. They also showed um Return Superman Returns Brandon Roth as Clark Kent, but he's supposed to be the chief editor of the Daily Planet. Or the Day is the Daily Planet? Yeah, the Daily Planet. He's supposed to be the chief editor, which is kinda different. Um and kinda cool. So super interested in what they're doing with this. They uh hold on. <laughs> I really want to edit those out. I'm going to try to edit those out. 
Um, they also have shown, um, um, oh, they talked about that, um, I'm saying um a lot. I'm trying to stop saying um. They also talked about, um, Wonder Woman, aka the first woman to play Wonder Woman, who I'm blanking on her name also. I had her name queued up and everything. I was ready to say her name and I totally forgot. But they're saying that she possibly will be in Crisis of Infinite Earth. Uh, as well, which is really cool. Uh, they also have, you know, all the other CW shows starting up. Or they have already started. Most of them started like on the 6th and stuff. And the 8th. So, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. Those have all started up. Which will lead into Crisis of Infinite Earth. So, those have had either one or two episodes. I think one episode so far. Um, I've seen the trailer for Flash season six. The trailer shows me why I like the Flash, but then it also shows me the things I dislike about the Flash. So I am super excited about the trailer and I kind of want to get back in the show, but I'm like three seasons behind. So sorry, that's probably not going to happen, but it looked good. The trailer looked really good. Um, I seen a little clip from... Supergirl where she's fighting a dinosaur and she punched him twice and I know Supergirl is pretty powerful I don't know if this it, the dinosaur shrank or something I don't know what storyline they're doing with a dinosaur but the fact that she didn't knock the dinosaur out with one punch is kind of weird but I don't know what's going on in Supergirl at all as a series so it could be some super powerful shape-shifting villain that's doing that that's why she couldn't knock him out. But um, that was weird. Um, yeah, that's about it for Crisis on Infinite Earth news, I believe. Yeah, that's it. Um, in other news, they've some pictures came out from Titans showing that Nightwing will have his signature weapon. So that's really cool to see that he will have his weapon in the series. I believe one episode show like I, okay I know an episode is shown because making up notes for this I I was reading some stuff where I couldn't read it because it has spoilers apparently Deathstroke is killing people or planning to murder people and he's blaming it on somebody and I can't even read that stuff and tell y'all about it because I haven't watched the series so I kind of I'm still behind I plan on watching so there's not going to be a lot of Titans info on here, unfortunately, because some stuff happened. I guess there's an episode called Aqualad. Something happens there. If you're watching it, is it good? Let me know. Don't spoil it for me. Just let me know if it's good and I need to catch up so I can get into season two. But it's cool to know that Nightwing will be in season two and using his uh, signature weapons. That is cool to see. And he's they're going with the blue Nightwing, not the red one. I like the blue one, but blue's my favorite color, so I like that one better. But yeah, I'm super excited for that. In other news, um, Stranger Things has released a teaser trailer letting us know there will be a season four and that we will not be in, uh, what is it? Um, I forgot what town they're in. It did this whole thing. We're not in, um, it starts with an H. I forget the name of the town. I just blinked on it. I'll probably remember it later in the podcast, but we're 
treat teaser trailer. Um, there's probably some meaning in there that I didn't catch because it kind of went fast. Uh, it shows a little bit of the uh, the upside down world and kind of melding in with the real world. Hawkins, there we go. It's Hawkins. So uh, I'm kind of excited, but also the Duffer Brothers signed some huge deal with Netflix where they're going to be producing more movies and TV shows for them for a couple more years now. So that's really good for them. Touche on them. Congrats to those guys. And I'm really interested to see what else they bring to us down the line. But let me know if you're excited for uh, Stranger Things 4. I know there's a couple people that haven't watched Stranger Things Season 3 just because Season 2 wasn't that great. Please go watch Season 3. Season 3 puts you back on track and it's so good. It's really good. Oh, it's so good. Um, in other news, Marvel has this project called Marvel's Hero, Marvel's Hero Project. I watched the trailer. It's kind of, I think it's going to be like a show, a slight documentary kind of show that they're going to put on Disney Plus, I believe. Uh, the whole show was about them taking normal kids doing like incredible things in their communities and, um, trying to overcome obstacles in their own life and being great examples of heroes. And they're going to make comic books out of these kids and actually give these comic books away online and stuff like that. I watched the trailer. It was very inspiring and very cool to see. Um, I might have to check that out. It's, it, it's kind of one of those heart wrenching moments for kids and seeing kids do something uh, most people think kids can't do, um, world changing things, but kids are people too. And they can do things that can change the world and help it in a positive way. And this series seems to be focusing on that in a positive way with comic books, which is really cool. And it's another way of seeing yourself in a comic book or seeing yourself on a big screen, all that diversity and inclusion, we all want that. You always want to see yourself in one of your favorite movies. That's the dream right there. Um, yeah, but definitely check that out. I don't remember when that's supposed to be coming out. I didn't see a premiere date on that, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be on the Disney Plus. Being that they're making a comic book, I think it probably won't come out to like next year. Um, might take a little time to do it. So, and it seems like they're getting like real comic book creators legends in the game doing these comic books so it's not just you know what's the name from up the street oh yeah draw this kid as a comic book and we'll put it out no they're putting real money into it so that's really cool um in other news there's a rumor that joel edgerton might reprise his role as owen lear's um in the obi-wan kenobi series so for what i remember Owen Nears is Anakin's stepdad <laughs> or like adopted dad. I think he's the adopted dad that raised him until Obi-Wan came and took him. Um, he might be in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, they saying, which would be very interesting. Um, it'd be very interesting if he is in there. Um, I mean... Joe Edgerton ain't got nothing to do right now. I'm not not hating on the man, but let's just say 
his last movie was um was that was that that Netflix movie with Will Smith, which which it wasn't bad, but I can't remember the name of it right now. So that's a good example. Of he pretty much got time on his hand. He could do this show. <laughs> but in other news, uh, Batwoman is apparently going to be fighting Hush and Magpie. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know who Magpie is. I know who Hush is. And if she's going to be fighting Hush in her Batman series, that's very interesting. Um, I know she had one person that's supposed to be a main villain. I want to say Ashley. No, not Ashley. Allison. That's supposed to be her main villain. I don't know these villains. It's a little too deep into the comic books than I have been into. So I don't know those villains. I'm still optimistic of checking out Batwoman on the series, but I think it's going to be like all the other CW series where I look at two or three episodes and kind of let it go. Um, I don't know. This could be different. I'm going to give it a chance, but I'm not too optimistic that I will be totally into this Batwoman uh, series, but I'm going to check it out. Uh, depends on if they can do storylines that keep me interested in actions good. I might be hooked. We'll see. Uh, in other news, The Walking Dead, AMC's The Walking Dead, is kind of uh, has a new title to put all their shows under because they're, they're collecting so many shows. They got their third spinoff so far now. And now they're going to call their, their whole collective the Walking Dead universe. So that means that The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and whatever the new title of this new show coming out is going to be, is all going to be under The Walking Dead universe, which is cool. You got a brand and you got a, a spinoff show connected to universe. Uh, you got to have one kind of main title for everything. So it makes sense. Um, they also announced that there's going to be a season 11 of The Walking Dead show, um, being that The Walking Dead just premiered, season 2 just premiered uh, last week. I didn't watch it because I stopped watching after, like, season 7. Uh, I did watch a clip, uh, three minutes of season 10, and it was weird what they were doing. The clip I watched, I'm going to describe it to you guys. Uh, the clip I watched is them clearing out uh look like a boat with zombies in it on a beach but the way they were going about it they had arrows they used arrows for a couple of zombies then they got close and killed i was like if you got arrows why don't you just do it with arrows from the distance just kill everybody from a distance don't risk your people i don't know that made no sense to me but that's just me i also watched a trailer for the third spinoffs, uh, Walking Dead, which is supposed to be set ten years after the um the zombie apocalypse happens, so in that it's mostly dealing with these teenagers basically going outside of the safe zone that the world has created within the Walking Dead universe, like the world has rebuilt and they've. Got like a huge safe zone, blah, blah, this. There's four teenagers that feel they need to explore the world outside the walls. And 
you know, retrace their steps of their ancestors, some stupid like that. It looks super stupid. It really does. I'm sorry. I tried to get into it. I tried to see what perspective they were coming from, but it made no sense. It really didn't. There was, didn't seem like no reason for these kids to go outside the wall. It wasn't a, a plot against this safe zone to be destroyed to where they had to stop something from something else happening. It really made no sense for them to go outside the wall. At least in my opinion. It just felt really unnecessary. So I don't know how that show's going to do. Then again, Fear the Walking Dead is on season four, which is amazing. That first season was horrible. But some people like it, so I can't knock it. Uh, yeah. But in other news, uh, DC Ubers has announced they're doing an open call for unscripted video pitches. Uh, so I guess they're looking for other programming to put on the DC Ubers. So like game shows or kind of reality shows or food shows. They're doing an open call for people to pitch to them. Between October 3rd and November 18th. So if you have an idea, uh, you might want to send it in. Uh, I guess the only restriction is you have to be an IU member. And they say it's very easy to become an IU member. Uh, I guess you go to the website or something and fill something out. Something like that. But if you have an idea, go do that and pitch it to them and see what happens. Uh, I still don't know what's going to happen with uh, DCUverse since they're supposed to be under the Warner Brothers streaming service soon or maybe in a year. So that's still up in the air. But while we're talking about DCUverse, they also announced this show called Bizarro TV, which is supposed to be coming in 2020. Where they're going to focus on more of their obscure characters and locations in comics. So, I'm not even sure what this is going to be. This seems like they're throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it sticks. Um, they're trying to bring people in. Um, I guess they didn't... They thought, you know, the TV shows and the comics and the movies that they had would keep people interested and it seems to not be doing that so now it seems like they're scrambling to find something which sucks because i had hopes for it but that is one of the reasons why i didn't buy it when it first came out just saying i'm definitely buying disney plus when it first comes out because i don't see that failing but seems like this dc universe that might be failing i'm sorry i hate to say it but it the signs is in the pudding um yeah but they do have Harley Quinn that's got a, a premiere date. So the Harley Quinn animated series is supposed to be coming November 29th. Um, I definitely will be checking that out, seeing how that is. Uh, I've seen a couple clips from it. It looks good. It looks funny. Um, it looks interesting. I'm very interested, very interested in it. I love animation, so it's right up my alley. So I'll definitely be... Trying to do a video when that premieres. And other news. uh, One Punch Man Season 3 might be coming in 2022. So, 
there's been a lot of weird updates with this. From what I read, they were trying to get it to come 2021, but they're also working on getting the original team from season one, which if they do that, I am like the original showrunner and I think the original production company they went with at first. Um, If you couldn't tell from season one to season two, they changed, I believe, showrunners and production company. That's why season two isn't as action-packed or doesn't show as much action as season one did. Um, So it looks like they're trying to get those guys back. And if they do, it'll push the show back some, which I am totally fine for. If you're going to push it back another year, if you get the original team that brought me that amazing season one, touche. So hopefully they can get that original team and it can come back 2022. But for those that don't want to watch the dub, which I watched uh, maybe five episodes of the dub version on Hulu, you should be able to watch season two on Toonami on October 12th, I think. I know I talked about it in my last podcast or the podcast before that. But it's, I think it's sometime in this month, October, it's supposed to be coming on Toonami, dubbed all of season two. I don't know how much censoring they're going to do. I mean, it's supposed to be Toonami, so maybe they're not censoring as much. But check it out there if you do have Toonami or if you know how to get Toonami. I'm not your parent. I'm not going to yell at you for doing some wrong. Do your thing. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, you can check it out there. Uh, I will be checking it out on Toonami because I just hate, I, I can't be reading stuff while I'm watching action. It's hard. Oh, and by the way, I've been watching more Fire Force. It is really good. Oh, it's really good. Um, I just got up to, I, I'm not going to say that as a spoiler for other people, but it's really good. I think I'm on episode like eight or something. Super cool. Oh, and there's a new show. Well, I saved that for things I'm watching or something like that little segment I do later on uh in other news uh Netflix has decided to give a spin-off show to the hormone monster from Big Mouth uh if you don't know Big Mouth it's a Netflix show about kids going through puberty and the comicness of that and it's animated so it's a little less offensive it's on, like, I think it's third season. I watched the first season. First season was funny. It was weird, but it was funny. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it, but apparently enough people liked it because they got a second and third season, and now it's getting a spinoff. So the spinoff is supposed to deal with the hormone monster, but ultimately it's supposed to be uh, in the world of those monsters. So uh, it's going to be called Human Resources. And it's supposed to be in their world. I saw a little bit of a teaser trailer Netflix put out. You can check that out. It's very interesting. I might have to check it out and catch up on Big Mouth while I'm at it. Uh, let me know if you're a fan of Big Mouth. Hit me up, Blackie Cool on Instagram, Blackie Cool on Twitter, and Blackie Cool on Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Let me know. Uh, in other news, Steven Universe has got a new title and a whole new open for season six. 
So I still have to watch season U- Steven Universe, the movie, and catch up because I'm like two seasons behind maybe. But I did watch the new opener they're doing. Steven Universe. Steven is like a teenager now. Or maybe he's closer to an adult. Like he might be 18. So he might be out of his teenage years. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But the new title for Steven Universe is going to be Steven Universe Future. Which is really interesting. I don't know if this is supposed to be the ending of Steven Universe. Our last season... I can see them pushing it two more seasons, most likely. Uh, the opening was not bad. It, it has sprinkles of the first opening, the original opening, but just, you know, continues to tell a story within the, uh, you know, the intro, telling the story of Steven Universe, uh, his friends and all that, so forth, and where he's come from now. And it's not bad. Uh... I have no idea when this is premiering. I know it's on Cartoon Network, but that's all I know. Uh, check out the opener. Let me know what you think about it. And what do you think about the new title, Steven Universe Future? Let me know what you feel about that. Uh, other news, Marvel's Runaways and Cloak and Dagger met in a trailer. So they had a little clip of um com- what's coming season three, I believe. For Marvel's Runaway. Uh, I guess they got aliens on the show now. I don't know. I kind of fell off on the show in the first season. But I guess they got aliens in the series now. And one of the aliens kind of... I guess there's multiple aliens that take over people's bodies. Blah, blah, this. One of them's taking over one of the runaways. Throughout the trailer, she's doing bad stuff. And then towards the end... Cloak and Dagger appear to her and like, what are you, who are you and why are you doing all this stuff? It was kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of cool, interesting to see them interacting with them in a different show. That was kind of cool. Um, I know I talked about there being a crossover in one of my other podcasts a couple weeks back. Two shows that I kind of watched the first season of and kind of didn't not even fully watch the first season though but it's cool to see them still going and still finding the audience and still doing their thing uh while we're speaking of marvel's two shows that aren't under marvel's umbrella marvel's television is being taken over by marvel studios so marvel studios are take is taking over Everything TV live action, um, which is very weird. Very weird. Hold on. Also, they're, I think they're doing, I don't know if they're going to do the Runaways. I don't know if that's going to be separate. It didn't really specify, but they're taking, I, I assume they are if they're taking over everything TV live action. Um... Hulu is still going to be doing a lot of these new animated adult Marvel TV shows that are coming out in the next two to three years. They're supposed to be aimed towards a mature audience. So that's a weird shakeup. Um, I don't know if Marvel is trying to bring all their stuff kind of under one umbrella, which makes sense. Um... You know, they had pieces here, pieces there, but trying to keep everything kind of in-house 
totally makes sense. I know Kevin Feige likes to keep control of everything. And on that note, Kevin Feige, actually, there's a rumor that Kevin Feige didn't cancel, but kind of hinted that he wants to do something with Ghost Rider in the main MCU. So unfortunately, I don't know if he had anything to do with it, but Ghost Rider that was going to come on um, Hulu is actually been canceled. Yes, that Ghost Rider series that was supposed to be coming out on Hulu got canceled. I can't remember if I talked about this in my last podcast, but there's been more information that's saying that Kevin Feige has his own plans for Ghost Rider within the MCU. So I'm not sure if that's why it got canceled or what, but we might see Ghost Rider in the MCU sometime now in the future, which is a cool concept and I'm all for it. All right, let's keep this moving because all coughing is just getting ridiculous. But the next piece of news I have is Star Wars Resistance is ending after only two seasons. So it's not like it didn't get good ratings or didn't sell toys. Apparently, the showrunners planned it this way. They wanted it to be somewhat within the last the two years before The Force Awakens. So they kind of been talking to... Of the other Star Wars teams that do the movies and seeing where they are on their projects so they don't interfere with some of the stuff they're doing. So they kind of plan their episodes and the show itself out to kind of end right as um, the rise of the Skywalker's movie came out, I guess, which is very interesting. Um... I don't know how popular show is. I don't know if that affected it to to where they were like, oh, let's kind of stretch it. But apparently they're, they're only doing two seasons. So I believe they're on season two now. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't checked out the show. I don't know how good it is. I like the look of the design and stuff. It looks really cool. But they're only doing two seasons. So maybe it's something once it ended I can go back and check out. Because it's only two seasons and it's animated. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, for those fans, just so you know, after season two, that show will be gone. They're not doing a season three unless they change their mind somehow. But that's what they said. Um, Let me know if you're checking out that show and if it's good. Yeah. In other news, I watched the animated Deathstroke series. It has a trailer and it looked really cool. Um, yeah, it's really bloody. Uh, it's, I don't know if it cussed in it. I can't remember if it cussed, but it looked really cool. It um, kind of remind me, if you didn't see it like a couple years back, there was like test footage for a Deadpool animated show. And it kind of reminds me of that. But not to the level of Deadpool jumping around and stuff. Deathstroke didn't really do a lot of quick jumping around. He did one movement. But it wasn't a lot of him jumping 
from building to building, fighting people, something like that. So that's still to be seen how the fight scenes will go with that. But it was very interesting. Uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. Hit me up. Let me know if you like it or if you're going to be tuning into this. I don't know when this is premiering. I don't know where it, I, I assume is going to be on the DCU app. But I'm not even 100% sure, to be honest with you. I know it looks cool, and I'll be looking out for it when it does come out. Uh, also, Rick and Morty Season 4 trailer came out, and it looked amazing. Oh, it was crazy. So, if you don't know, I'm, I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. Loved all three seasons. Incredible show. Super excited for this new season. Um, really want to get into even Morty, find out what that's about. Still want to go on crazy adventures with Rick and Morty. Them going through the galaxy and stuff like that. Uh, it's hard to point out certain things in the show, in the trailer. Um, you see Rick still doing the thing where he's telling Morty, hey, don't do that and don't do this. And we're only doing this because you want to do this and this is your trip. So it's still the old school Rick and Morty that you love. But hopefully they'll do a little more storyline stuff and give an overarching story throughout the whole series. Something you can really attach to, but don't get away from those one-shots. Those one-shots are really good sometimes. But yeah, let me know how you feel about that. It's supposed to come in November. <sighs> Sometime in November. I It said the date, but I couldn't remember. Uh, I do know there's supposed to be only five episodes coming in November. Uh, five new episodes, and then they're going to take a small break and then come back with some more episodes. I think they're trying to stretch these out a little more, even though... They've already been greenlit for like 70 episodes, so they got like at least five to six seasons if they do 10 episodes a season. Well, seven seasons actually if they do 10 episodes. And the last bit of news I have on my notes for small screen news is Cowboy Bebop is in production. They did this little cute video where they showed I running around and him being at the table reading with the rest of the cast. It was kind of cute. But it's cool to see that they're in production. And hopefully we'll start seeing some, you know, pictures from on set pictures of the show. Uh, it's it's going to be on Netflix, school, so, you know, they're shooting the whole season now. So I, I am kind of excited to see what Netflix does with this, with this as a series, as a live action anime series. I'm very interested to see what they do with that. Uh, yeah, so... That's all the news I have for small screen news. As always, hit me up if I miss something that you want to get my opinion on, my thoughts on, or just how I feel about it. Let me know. More than one person. And clearly, it's been two weeks of stuff, so I clearly could have been something. Please hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, let me know what I missed, and I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. Alright guys, let's move on to big screen news. First bit of news, uh, Kevin Feige is going to produce a Star Wars movie. Yes, Kevin Feige, the master of the MCU, the producer, extraordinaire of the MCU, is going to be producing a Star Wars movie. He's taking his talents over to Star Wars. He's not leaving the MCU he's just gonna go play with some other toys for a little bit so I don't know if this is Disney's way of trying to 
revitalize the Star Wars uh, franchise or try to make it as big as the Marvel one is as of now. But yes, Kevin Feige is supposed to be doing a Star Wars movie. And I am very interested to see what he does. Um, Given being a producer from more of a fan aspect instead of a business aspect has done the MCU very good job. Like, it is one of the biggest franchises of all time at this point. So, the possibilities he could do with Star Wars, meaning that it's already such a big franchise, if he can bring it back to its grassroots and get those old fans and bring in the new fans, he could really make this blow back up like it was in the first two three trilogies no the first three trilogies first set of trilogies wherever how i'm trying to say that oh my god it was a terrible podcast yes i know this was this one was not the best one me being sick trying to talk through all this terrible stuff whatever we're gonna keep going guys we're gonna still stick with it so um he also i i don't know if he said it or they said they wouldn't mind being it but chris evans and Oh, I forgot her name. She plays Captain Marvel. I'll remember her name later on. I Like I always do. Uh, they said they would be very interested in being in his Star Wars movie, which is very interesting. It also opens the door that he can probably get whoever he wants to be in these Star Wars movies. He has that kind of pull. So, um... Yeah, I can see this doing very well. Uh, <coughs> and I'm not surprised by this. Like a lot of people were surprised. I'm not surprised by it. It is very interesting, to say the least. Um, I'm very interested in seeing it. I'm not going to lie to you. I would love to see what he would do with a Star Wars universe. Um, yeah. It'd be very interesting. And one hand, though, when this news came out, I think it kind of tipped um, Disney's hand in this whole Spider-Man debacle that they've been fighting for Spider-Man to stay within the MCU. So if you didn't know, which I'm surprised you didn't because we've been talking about it. Everybody's been talking about it. Spider-Man had got kicked out of the MCU. Uh... I think he was out for like, I want to say three weeks. I'll say three weeks. It was no big issue because no movie had came out at this time. So it's in a, a dead spot where Spider-Man technically wasn't in the MCU. Disney and Sony didn't have a deal for Spider-Man. They couldn't agree, so they didn't have a deal. So he was out. Well, they have a deal now. And some people say Disney... Announcing that Kevin Feige would be doing a Star Wars movie kind of tipped the power to Disney in this negotiation between Disney and Sony. Um, if you didn't know, Disney went to Sony was like, hey, we need a new, a new contract. We need more money for this Spider-Man deal. <coughs> I think they were getting like 10% or something like that. They were like, we need 25%. Sony was like, come on, y'all doing too much. Uh, I, I get it. I get it, Sony. But they did 
make your Spider-Man movie make a billion dollars. Spider-Man hasn't made a billion dollars on his own. He's had... I think he has six movies? No, five movies without Marvel. And one movie with Marvel. And on his second movie, he made a billion dollars. And you got to give it credit. That was Disney. Disney did that. Uh, so you 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 lost a lot of bargaining tools when that happened. But uh, Sony was trying. But they know... Uh, it's not that they are not good at making Spider-Man movies. They just haven't cracked it to where they can make those movies make a billion dollars. And at this point, that's where the new game is. Making a billion dollars with your franchise. And unfortunately... The only people can do that on a consistent basis right now is Disney. That's just where it is. So Disney and Marvel, Disney and Sony have come together and Spider-Man is back in the MCU, which let's all be honest, we knew he was going to come back. It was just them trying to figure out a deal, but we knew Spider-Man was coming back in the MCU eventually. But yeah, he's back now. He's supposed to be set to do... Spider-Man 3, and he's also supposed to be in two more MCU movies um, throughout the rest of their deal. So his movie is supposed to be coming out 2021, and it would be the first year um, Disney slash Marvel slash Sony, well technically just Disney, will put out four MCU movies in a year. Um, so 2021 is going to be crazy. Um, yeah, they're going to put out four MCU movies in that year. That's going to be bonkers. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I just, I was thinking about that and I lost track. Oh, okay. But in other news, Ursula Corbinro, Corbinro, I pronounced your name wrong terribly. She is supposed to be cast as Baroness in the new Snake Eyes movie. If you didn't know, they're doing a solo Snake Eyes movie. Yes, Snake Eyes from the G.I. Joe. He's getting the movie, uh, which I think is a good idea. I just think, um, I don't know. I do like Snake Eyes. I don't mind him having the movie. Um, I just think it's a little weird. To give him a solo movie so far away from the last G.I. Joe movie. Unless you're doing the... I don't, And I don't know if they're doing the actual Snake Eyes from the G.I. Joe movie. I think it's going to be a rebooted Snake Eyes. So it's kind of weird that you're not going to reboot the whole franchise first. And then do a Snake Eyes movie. But hey, whatever. Um, I think this movie was slated to come out 2021. Uh, I think that might have got pushed back. I think it did get pushed back. So it might be coming out 2022. Don't quote me on that. It's just what I remember from the top of my head. And I could be wrong. Um, yeah. Other news. Disney. Plus. Uh, just started shooting. Snow White. Uh, well. Disney Plus plans to start shooting Snow White. In the Seven Doors live action movie. This spring. I didn't know they were doing this. Um, I didn't know they were doing a live action Snow White. 
<laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't see why they wouldn't do it because clear all their new live action remakes of uh, their classic cartoon movies have done very well. I can see. I know they're supposed to be doing uh, Mulan. That's coming out. We saw a trailer for that. Um, I didn't do a Treasure Planet, uh, the Atlantis a movie. Is it Escape to Atlantis or Search for Atlantis? One of those movies. They're doing that. Uh, I wonder if they do. Is that Disney? I think that's Disney. I wonder if they do a Toy Story or a. Uh, was it the Monsters one? I forget what that's called. But yeah, uh, Snow White. It's Snow White and Seven Doors. Live action is supposed to be set to start shooting in spring. So that'd be very interesting to see when we get, um, you know, clips from that and uh, on-set photos from that. That's going to be very interesting to see. Okay, so and other news... Matrix 4 is set to start filming in February of 2020. Uh, Like we said, we talked about before, they're doing a Matrix 4. Everybody's supposed to be coming back. Uh, The director is one of the Wachowski sisters. But I heard there's supposed to be two Matrix projects coming on. So Matrix 4 is coming out. And then there's supposed to be a Matrix prequel I could have been wrong but what I read about the story is that one of the guys that's working on Matrix 4 also talked to somebody that was working on another Matrix project at the same time their information could have been wrong but uh, something I say you guys should look out for because there might be two different Matrix projects coming to us in the next two to three years and I feel it's going to be a prequel or some sort. I know they always talked about doing a prequel of Morpheus um, at one point in time. And I can see that still happening. Uh, but yeah, super excited to see what they do with Matrix 4. Even though I thought the story was kind of finished. I like the way they wrapped it up. It made sense. But maybe they feel they can still continue the story and say something actually good. I don't know. In other news, uh, the Birds of Trey, blah, blah, blah. the Birds of Prey trailer came out. I haven't watched it yet. I still have to watch it. All I know is it didn't get a, a huge uproar when it came up. I don't think it trended on Twitter or none of that stuff. That is not a good sign for this movie. I guess they showed it for the first time. Um, when the Joker came out, which I also still have to watch. I know, me being sick is really throwing a wrench in all my plans. But, um, it's not a good sign for the movie. People seem to be upset. I did see one thing about it, which sucks. Um, they're upset that, uh, Black Mask doesn't wear a Black Mask. Which, yeah, that's something to really be upset about. He should wear a Black Mask. It makes no sense. His name is Black Mask. Why wouldn't you put in Black Mask? This realistically... That's a stupid idea. But yeah, I'll talk about that more when I do my live trailer reaction to that. So look out for that on my YouTube channel, Black Eagle. Hopefully Friday, if I get that together. Um, In other news, apparently the people working on the Batman are looking at either 
Lapita Nyong'o, blah blah, Lapita, Lapita. Why can't I pronounce her name? Well, Napita Long, uh, I'm terribly pronouncing her name. Tessa Thompson and somebody else are on the short list to play Catwoman in the Batman movie. I also saw something talking about they wanted Rihanna too. Uh, it looks like they want a woman of color to be uh, Catwoman, which is pretty cool. I don't know how other fans will feel about it, but I'm totally fine with that. Especially if it's Tessa Thompson. Totally fine with that. And Napita. I just watched Us. Um, she was really good in Us. Uh, yeah. Either one of those, I'm fine with. Totally fine with. Yeah. Yeah, totally fine with. Let me know. Are you okay with either? I wish I could say her name right. Tessa Thompson's. Lapita or Rihanna might not be okay with Rihanna. I don't know if she has the chops to be Catwoman, but the other two definitely think they can do it. No problem. Uh, no problem at all. Uh, in other news, apparently we're bringing Inspector Gadget back. So Disney is working on an Inspector Gadget live action movie reboot. Because if you didn't know, we had two Inspector Gadget live action movies. Um, one with Matthew Broderick. I think that's his name. Dude that did the f- uh, Fueler. Feller. Oh, you know I'm terrible at pronouncing names and movies. Fairless. Fairless. <laughs> uh, Fairless's Day Out. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. For some reason I can't pronounce it right. <laughs> But he did one Inspector Gadget movie, and then there was a direct-to-video, I believe, Inspector Gadget movie. Disney is planning on doing an Inspector Gadget movie reboot, and I believe it's going to go straight to their Disney Plus app. I believe it's going to be a movie on their Disney Plus app. I don't think it's going to be a theater release, at least from what what I read about it. It doesn't look like it's going to be a theater release. It's going to go straight to their app, which makes sense. They... They already got a lot of stuff in this app, but they just keep pumping out more stuff. Like, they canceled, like, three shows, and we were like, okay, there's still, like, 20 million shows you guys have and movies on top of shows, so no worries. But, yeah, look out for that, Inspector Gadget. Hopefully, do something a little different with it. Don't do the same thing you did in the last two. Change it up a little bit. Get a little unique with it or something. Um, Yeah. And the last bit of uh, big screen news, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce this right. It there's a comic book called Bitter Rot. Uh, it I, for, uh, I forgot what the description. I read the description about the comic book, but I read that like two days ago when I was making these notes. Um, I guess it's about teenagers with superpowers. I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. That's very upsetting. Whatever. Ryan Coogler is supposed to be making a movie out of this comic book with his wife. Uh, he's, uh, I believe he's writing it and directing it with his wife. So, this came out while he was talking about the Black Panther script where he just started writing. Um, he also mentioned this project. Uh, 
it had to be very interesting for me to put in my notes, but now I can't remember what it was about. Oh, dang. It looked cool from what I remember. I want to try to look it up while I'm talking to you guys, so hold on. Okay, yeah, so this comic book is about a family in the 1924 during set in the Harlem Renaissance. Uh, they fight monsters that uh, people get infected by evil forces, evil supernatural forces at this time, and they will fight those forces and either help or kill those people or help and heal those people. But now the family is at odds if they should continue killing or should they be saving these people. Uh, very interesting concept. Uh, Kugler is supposed to be working on with this with his wife. Um, uh, yeah, it seems very interesting. Like, that's what I read the first time. And I was like, wow, that seems very interesting. So that would be something I would love to see on the big screen. Just that contrast. Uh, also, you know, it's a, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, I forget the word. It, it helps you explore deeper issues within the human psyche, all that good stuff, and not have it just beat over your head. You can do it subtle, but still get directly to the point. And Ryan Coogler is an excellent filmmaker, also writer, and I think he could do a very good job with this. So I definitely would be looking out for this. I don't know when this is coming out. I didn't see that in the story, but yeah. Definitely would keep my head up for this, and we'll be excited when it does come out. All right, guys, that's all I have for big screen news. As always, let me know if I missed something that you wanted to hear me talk about or get my opinions on or see how I felt about it, or even if I knew what was going on. You know, I missed things. Clearly, two weeks, sick. Oh, terribly sick the whole two weeks. So I definitely probably missed some stuff, and I kind of cut some stuff out because it was so much stuff. Uh, definitely doing small screen, but yeah, hit me up. Let me know if there was something you wanted to get my opinion on that I missed doing big screen. Hit me up at Blacky Cool on Instagram, Blacky Cool on Twitter, and of course, Blacky Cool at Gmail podcast. I mean, Blacky Cool podcast at Gmail. I said that totally wrong. Let me know. All right, guys, that's the podcast for this week. Just a reminder: you can listen to the Blacky Cool podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, iTunes. Anywhere other podcasts can be found, you can also listen on uh, YouTube at Blackie Cool on my YouTube channel. Uh, also, if you would like to be a supporter, you can go to Anchor, the website, not the app, and become a supporter on there. You can throw in a dollar, five dollars, whatever you feel you can give to help support the podcast. Helps me get, you know, equipment and all that good stuff. And it shows me you guys like what I'm doing. Don't worry if you can't do it financially. You can still support the podcast by, you know, sharing the podcast, liking the podcast, telling people about the podcast. You can also support the podcast by going to get you yourself some cool gear at uh, NerdCaveIncorporated.com. Yes, they have all kinds of... Um, Marvel, DC, anime, clothing, apparel, decor, all that cool stuff. 
I even got a couple of shirts, and I do say I'm so myself. I look real fly in them. So go ahead and check out their inventory on their website. If you find something you like, use my promo code BlackHeatCool at checkout, and you'll get 10% off, and you'll help support the podcast by getting yourself something fly. So go check them out. As always, guys, appreciate you sharing the podcast, appreciate you liking the podcast, appreciate you listening to the podcast. And until next time, guys, I'll talk to you later in the Black Eagle Podcast.